Hey there, it's Mitch here. And before we get into today's episode, our spring membership drive has officially sprung and we've got one heck of a giveaway. When you make a donation in any amount to Vermont Public by March 16th, you'll be entered to win a new roof valued up to $15,000 thanks to Vermont Construction Company. Your support makes everything we do possible. Make a gift today so we can keep bringing you the trustworthy, reliable news you count on day in and day out. To make your gift, head to vermontpublic.org donate. And thanks. From Vermont Public, this is The Frequency. I'm Mitch Wertlieb. It's Thursday, February 29th. So let's leap right into today's headlines. Housing advocates are worried that a new rate cap for the state's emergency motel housing program could result in a mass unsheltering of vulnerable Vermonters. The Senate yesterday approved legislation that would limit the rate Vermont pays motels to $80 a night starting tomorrow. Brenda Siegel is executive director of End Homelessness Vermont and says some hotel owners have indicated they'll withdraw from the program if the cap goes into place. And that means that without any notice and without any preparation of providers, uh, potentially hundreds, maybe thousands of people will end up outside. Siegel says her concerns were somewhat mitigated yesterday when the owners of two large hotel companies indicated they plan to stay in the program. But, she says, the state could still lose access to hundreds of motel rooms if the cap takes effect as planned. Governor Phil Scott says he's confident the state will be able to successfully negotiate with motel owners. The chief of the state's emergency medical services has taken a leave of absence after officials say she responded to an emergency call while impaired. That's according to WCAX. Bambi Dame is also a paramedic for Fairfax Rescue. And health department officials say last week, while off the clock from her state job, she arrived at Northwestern Medical Center in St. Albans to transport a patient. Hospital staff there reported that Dame allegedly appeared impaired and was unfit to transport the patient. Dame's state EMS license and practice privileges were also suspended. Vermont communities hit hardest by flooding are poised to receive state aid from Montpelier. The Senate approved legislation yesterday that includes more than $6 million in flood relief for more than 100 towns and cities. Washington County Senator Andrew Perchlick says the funding won't be nearly enough to offset all flood-related losses. But that helps the towns immediately for like town meeting and the votes that they're going to have with their municipal budgets. Half of the money will go to the hard-hit municipalities of Montpelier, Barry City, Ludlow and Johnson. Another 108 towns will receive grants ranging from $10,000 to $75,000. The legislation also includes money to help municipalities cover the federal match money they'll need to draw down aid from FEMA. The Vermont Department of Corrections announced yesterday that it's launching a new internal investigations unit. The team will review critical incidents like prison deaths and escape attempts. The three-person unit will be led by Aaron Reichert, who previously worked as a field supervisor at the Department of Disabilities, Aging, and Independent Living. DOC says the new team started its work this week. The legislature passed a law in 2021 to create the new Internal Investigations Unit. And finally, as I cornerly alluded to in today's headline introduction, today is Leap Day, a bonus 24 hours in the Gregorian calendar which most countries use. We have it because it takes the Earth 365 days plus an extra five or so hours to orbit the sun, and those extra hours add up. So, every four years or so, February gets an extra 29th day. 
Floyd Van Alstyne of Barnard was born on Leap Day in 1920, so technically he turns both 26 and 104 years old today. He says not having an actual birthday every year was never a problem. No, because when I I got older, what I'd done, I celebrated in between. I could celebrate the 28th and then the 1st of March. But adding an extra leap day every four years, we make the calendar longer by more than 44 minutes, and that adds up as well. So not every four years has a 29th of February. In fact, the next time it will be skipped will be the year 2100. I'll check back in with you then. Coming up, how one Vermont town is trying to make sure everyone can easily access their town meeting day polling place. That's after this. The Frequency is supported by MVP Healthcare, offering Medicare Advantage plans made for Vermont and guided by doctors. In partnership with the UVM Health Network. Info at uvmhealthadvantage.com. On Tuesday, March 5th, many Vermonters will gather in town offices, grange halls, churches, and schools for the state's annual beloved tradition, Town Meeting Day. This year, they'll also cast ballots in Vermont's presidential primary. But voters' participation depends on how accessible towns and cities make their elections. And while state and federal law require polling places to be accessible to voters with disabilities, that's not always the reality in what are often historic buildings. Vermont Public's Elodie Reed visited one town that's hoping to make it easier for all voters to get to the polls. On the outside, Middlesex Town Hall looks like the postcard version of Vermont. The siding is whitewashed and lined with dark green shutters. At its front is a tower, an echo of the church that burned down here before the town hall was built in the early 1900s. It's two stories tall. Voting during statewide and presidential elections happens on the top floor. And the problem at the moment is getting up there. Yes. Okay, so it's dreadful. Sarah Merriman is the Middlesex town clerk. She's often responsible for helping people in and out of the town hall's lift. At over two decades old, she says it's in its final days. It has heavy doors and is hard to operate and sometimes even gets stuck. In the, I was in the lift trying to help a grandmother with a baby stroller and I got stuck in, in an August primary on a day when it was sweltering. And, you know, that's not good. Dangerous. Merriman says the building cannot remain this way. We have an inaccessible town hall as far as anyone is concerned. Middlesex is not alone. An ongoing analysis of Vermont's 266 polling places shows that many have accessibility issues, particularly parking and thresholds into buildings. Those polling place surveys are being done by Disability Rights Vermont. The nonprofit agency receives money from Congress to ensure people with disabilities have equal access to the voting process. When places are not accessible and don't put in all of that effort and the legwork ahead of time to just be accessible to everybody, I think it creates, it sets everybody up um, for a less than successful interaction or experience, um, I think, on both sides. Lindsay Owen is the executive director of Disability Rights Vermont. She says when the pressure falls on individuals with disabilities to ask for accommodations at polling places, because of the stigma attached to disability, this can become a barrier to voting. Everyone can be well-intentioned, but people will also feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable that either their space isn't um, accessible or the person feels like, oh, I need 
extra attention or I need extra support. And so I think on both sides, people are feeling a little bit of shame. And legally, the onus is on the government to make voting accessible. So to the extent that towns can really initiate that and say, we want you here, like we want you to feel like you belong and we really want to hear your voice, I think that will go a long way to people coming forward and asking for those accommodations and and participating. There's a lot of potential participation at stake. In Vermont, one in four people have a disability, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Fortunately, Owen says a good number of election officials are interested in increasing that participation. You know, we are a law firm, and so sometimes people are a little bit weary of of engaging with us and having us do a survey of their polling place. Um, But through those trainings and education around the ADA, there were many town clerks in the state that were like, please come, come see my office, like tell us what we need to improve upon. Like in Middlesex. Town Clerk Sarah Merriman welcomed the survey that Disability Rights Vermont completed in 2022. It pointed out the issues with the elevator lift, among others. It added some oomph to what I'd been saying to the select board, which is like, you know, our lift is is about to die and this place is inaccessible. And Merriman says while money is always the obstacle to making accessibility improvements, having a disability rights law firm tell you your space is not compliant with accessibility law is helpful. When that report came out and that survey came out, we distributed it to the board. I think they thought, well, probably they thought, oh, we're going to get sued. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's a it, it was a motivator. On town meeting day, Middlesex voters will decide whether to fund a $65,000 design phase for town hall renovations. Those would include better accessibility and replacing the dreadful lift. That town meeting will take place at 4.30 p.m. Tuesday at Rumney Memorial Middle School a more accessible alternative to the town hall. For Vermont Public, I'm Elodie Reed. Thanks for listening to The Frequency today. We had additional reporting from Peter Hirschfeld, Mary Engish, Leah Melder-Connors, and Nina Keck. Our executive producer is Kevin Trevelin, and our music is by Blue Dot Sessions. I'm Mitch Wertlieb. My colleague Mary Engish will be handling the frequency duties for the next couple of days, but I'll talk to you soon. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.